Welcome back, everybody, to season two of Into the Fire. Season two already. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Where every single week what we're trying to do is we're trying to cover our hot topics and clear the smoke on them to try and find some clarity. And uh, this season, we're going outside of the barn. We're getting outside to talk to community leaders. Mm-hmm. You've already had some interviews with community leaders. We have, yeah. We, yeah. You know, we've had a couple really good talks with uh, Brian Sharfstein and uh, Barry Rempel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to those ones. Those yeah, are going to be absolutely. really great. So this year, again, you're going to expect Rob to be in the show and uh, not seeing this this good-looking mug anymore. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Our executive producer is so sad over here. Hey, Tanya? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think she's getting a petition going. I think so. <laughs> I'll sign it. I'll sign it. <laughs> Anyways, Rob's going to be sitting in this seat, and he's going to be doing some interviews with some community leaders, and mm-hmm. we're going to get some really, really great conversations. And, of course, I've, uh, I've listened to some of them already, and they're great conversations. So I know you're going to look forward to that. But before we kick mm-hmm. into that, we got to sit down and have a little bit of a one-on-one. And uh, we're going to continue to do these one-on-ones probably maybe once or twice a month. And we're yeah. going to, um, again, sprinkle it in and maybe talk about some of the lessons, some of the takeaways that we took away from some well, of those episodes. Absolutely. The things that, that we're learning as, you know, business leaders and, and uh, the things that are happening, not just in, in you know, say, Bison Fire, but business in Winnipeg and business yeah. Manitoba and throughout the entire area that we cover. We want to make sure that uh, we're sharing the things that we're learning. Absolutely. And you're as well also learning lessons from a lot of these leaders we're talking to. Oh, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of golden nuggets. So it'd be wow. great to yeah. focus on some of those things. There's a few of those things that um, when we walked away from Brian and Barry's conversations where I even mentioned in the conversation with Barry, I said, you know, this one point that you were talking about, I'm going to integrate that into one of my sales conversations on that same day, which mm. I did. Yeah. So being able to share that information with everybody, it's going to be incredible. But Well, for sure. I mean, these are top CEOs. Oh, uh, yeah. And I mean, not just those two, but everyone that we're going to be talking to. And the information that they have to share is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we're able to get it out there. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. But before we get into all that. I want to do a deep dive into life in Bison, hear a little bit from Rob. So, you know what? Let's talk a little bit about your 2019, 2020, 2020, 365, mm-hmm. right? We have 365 days to improve ourselves, Absolutely. Right? I love yeah. that. 365 days of opportunity. And that's what I've been talking about. 2020, 365, throughout the entire year, every day is going to present an opportunity, one type or another, Ryan. And we got to make sure that whether it's a big opportunity or a small opportunity, we recognize it. And sometimes the the true choice is saying no thank you to this particular opportunity, but still being able to recognize that it's there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so I really like that, looking at every single day as an opportunity for us to improve, for us to focus on our goals, and for us to become the best versions of ourselves, whether Mm -hmm. it's personally, within our family, within business. So 2019... Give me a little bit of review on 2019, well, like some highlights, some lowlights, like talk to me, especially in the context of Bison, you mm-hmm. know, cause you're talking to other leaders. So we talk about like you personally, and I think mm-hmm. that we've, we've talked about you personally, but I'd love to hear from the perspective of Bison now, you know, let's talk a little bit about Bison in 2019 and some of the, the, the challenges, some of the changes you guys have gone mm-hmm. through and what 2020 looks like. Okay, well, you know, let's start with the challenges mm. because I uh, mean, it's always easy to start with the fun stuff. Of course. But let's kind of, you know, wade through the muck a little bit, mm-hmm. as it were. And I'm going to say that, you know, 2019 was a big year for us and it, it had lots of challenges. And the challenges were, as we've moved from a small company to a medium-sized company, starting to go from the magic of what a small business can do when you're, you know, under 10 people it's easy to have those quick conversations and, okay, you do this, you go. This is how you do this, go. As you get to a, a medium or an even larger company, as I can imagine as we're going to be growing, you need to start incorporating things like process 
And it's easy to say, let's incorporate a process. And it's another thing to get your team to buy into it and challenge them to do it. Mm. So it's been a year where I have challenged my team a lot. I've challenged my management team to grow. I have challenged my people to grow into new processes. And I'm going to say for the most part, they have all really done great in stepping up to it. Because as these processes have come into play, they went, oh, my job got easier. Yeah. Oh, they're a little less stress. Oh, change isn't so bad because mm-hmm. when it's done properly, and we've talked before about explaining why we make the change mm-hmm. and how important making that change is, and then they start feeling it mm-hmm. and they see it in their everyday jobs. They go, okay, change isn't so bad. Change isn't bad. Change is mm-hmm. good if you are on the right side of that. So some mm-hmm. people are really good with managing change and they mm-hmm. love it because they mm-hmm. see where the improvement's coming. It's going to make their job better. It's going to make mm-hmm. life better in the company. But with all change, you have a good side, but then you have the other side, which is uncomfortable with change. Mm-hmm. That's just reality. It, yep. it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's Bison, if it's Acme Co., you know, this company, this company. It doesn't matter. Every mm-hmm. company that's trying to incorporate some sort of process change, they're trying to create new procedures, uh, put in place new systems, there's always going to be friction. And you're always going to have employees who don't embrace change. Did you right. experience that this we year? We did. We did, absolutely. There were people that... Um, didn't want to continue on the journey. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. I mean, good people. And, and it's funny, just yesterday I had this conversation with somebody else about sometimes it's a kindness to part company with somebody. You know, uh, it allows them, if they're not comfortable with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you and I have talked about this yeah. in previous shows and how important it is to allow them to go find that job mm. that fits their personality, their job style, mm-hmm. how they want to work mm-hmm. and allow them to do that. It's, it's a kindness it because otherwise they're coming to work every day. They're stressed. They're unhappy. They're not performing. They see the team moving past them. Mm-hmm. It's not a great fit. So yeah. sometimes, like I say, one of two things happens. Uh, they come up, they, they embrace what we're doing and that's great. Mm-hmm. They self-select them, mm-hmm. sell, you know, out yeah. and they go, you know what, this isn't for me anymore. It's mm-hmm. changed. Or sometimes you have to help them with that decision. I will say it's really important to have that perspective going into it and mm-hmm. not... What's common in a lot of companies right now is if somebody's not pulling their weight, so you are putting in place new systems, new processes, Mm -hmm. new procedures, and people aren't adopting them, Mm -hmm. they are not buying in, and so you start to see their performance slide, and you don't see improvement. A lot of times what we see is people just dogging them, and they Mm -hmm. say, you know what, this person's not doing their job, they're really bad, you know, this person shouldn't be here, why are they even working here, we should fire them, and you create a lot of this negative energy in the company, which does not help anybody it Mm -hmm. creates rifts it creates politics Mm -hmm. and the one thing that i will say i love is the perspective to say nobody's perfect we're Mm -hmm. all infallible human beings Uh, some people sink some people swim and like you said there's a kindness to it where if you had this conversation to listen like i'm going to give you more than enough opportunities to improve to change Mm -hmm. to to buy in but if you don't then maybe it's just not a fit i will give you a recommendation or i will Mm -hmm. help you find a new job and that is a much better way of approaching it than just dogging on somebody. Well, and I don't like dogging, you know, to use your term, to dog mm-hmm. on somebody. Yeah. I want to take the time to make sure that we've done everything to help them get where we want them to go, mm-hmm. right? You know, whether it's taking some classes, mm-hmm. spending some time mentoring them, getting to the heart of the problem, and doing everything to make sure that they get where we want them to be. Mm-hmm. Losing a person is a last resort. Yes. Never think that anybody 
Anyone that's ever been in the position to have to let somebody go, it's a terrible place to be. Mm. Nobody enjoys it on either side of the desk. And it is the last place you want to be. So you want to do everything in your power to get them where they need to go. Mm -hmm. And as a management team, that's truly our job. Mm-hmm. Our job is to, to support them, grow them, enhance them. You know, that's leadership. Yeah. Bottom line. And if you're not doing that, you're not a leader. Completely agree. You know? Completely agree. And I think it's a good message to keep in mind as you move into 2020, because mm-hmm. as you've mentioned, you're putting in place new systems, new process, new procedures. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you doing that? It's because the company's growing. Right. Last year, mm-hmm. seven years in a row. Seven years in a row. Seven years yeah. in a row, right? Top, f- fastest growing company in Canada. Yeah, growth right? 500. Yeah, we made the growth 500 list. Growth 500, um, shortlisted on the, uh, you were finalist on mm. the uh, top medium-sized business category in Manitoba. Yeah. Which also another feather in the cap for yeah, Bison. Absolutely. And the kind of work that the people here in Bison are doing. And that is the team. Trust yes. me, that is the team doing that. You don't get there by yourself. And you never do. No. And, and so that's the challenge now mm-hmm. where you're growing. And mm-hmm. growing is exciting. But growing is also very stressful, very hard because you are moving into uncharted territory. So are we expecting some more of the same in 2020 from Bison? You know what? You're going to see some of the same. Absolutely. I think we're going to be changing some of the approach because as we've now got some of the processes in place and things are moving the way we want them to move, we can focus on other areas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that means, you know, uh, enhanced strategies on how we go to market. Uh, enhanced strategies, you know, uh, continuous improvements mm-hmm. within the companies. So it's no longer, you know, a major change to a process. Mm-hmm. It's how do we tweak the process? Mm. How do we make it a little bit better? Mm-hmm. Right? And how do we make room for? And how do we now start going into different areas and fine tuning? Mm-hmm. And the fine tuning is where you're going to start seeing, you know, the the most important thing, which is you know your gross profits drop mm-hmm. into the bottom line. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and you and I have talked about this before, whether we're talking about Bison or any company that's out there, the mechanics of business are the same. You know, it's dollars in, dollars out. And the most important thing is how efficient do those dollars pass through your system? Mm. Now, if you're a government, it's very inefficient. <laughs> you know, sorry to the politicians out there, but let's face it, it's true. They're out there. I'll yeah. get you, Rob. They yeah. know it's true. Yeah, get the, out of here. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> but, but in business, you know, especially private business, it's so important to make sure that you find all of those ways to streamline it so that you're putting dollars back to the bottom line so that you can send people to training courses, so you can invest in new products, so you can do all the important things that enhance and build what you're bringing to your your staff mm-hmm. and it ultimately what you're bringing to your customers. Mm-hmm. And when you think about what you're bringing to your customers, and we've talked about our purpose, making the world a safer place, mm-hmm. the moment we're not dropping dollars to the bottom line, we have to think about, well, what are we cutting? How are we cutting this? Why would we do that? And the, and. Are we making the world a safer place at that point? Mm. We're not mm-hmm. because we're starting to cut back and that's mm-hmm. not a good thing. So fortunately, we've not had to do any of that. Mm-hmm. We're able to grow. In fact, we just had a fellow at a course uh, two weeks ago, mid-December, mm-hmm. send him off to Chicago for a clean gas training course. And Excellent. you know what we're doing ongoing training all the time because I absolutely believe in making sure that people are at the best they can be. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. And continuing to mm-hmm. continue to train up your people. So that's we're going to see more of the same of that in 2020. Right. Training up the people, pushing our people to become better leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, Challenge them. Challenge them to be better. Whether it's um, my 
you know, something that I've come up with mm-hmm. or, you know, the management team and challenging the individual managers. What are they going to do individually? Are they going to read more books? Are they going to take some courses? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do to be better leaders for their specific teams? I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. So we've talked a little bit about Bison. I do want to hear a little bit about you, though. Okay. 2019. Mm-hmm. And I give, give me some, give me some of the the new things that happened to you in 2019, and maybe what you got going on for 2020. Okay, because again, as as a leader of a growing organization, it's hard, it's stressful. Mm-hmm. You have people issues, you have process issues, you have growth issues, and so it's hard. There's sleepless nights, and th- mm-hmm. that's that's the one thing that I do want to mention. Because here's the thing: like you see Rob, he's all smiles, he's all mm-hmm. laughs, but as we all know. You can o- you only see one side of people on social media. You see the smiles, you see the highlights. I think maybe now let's talk talk a little bit about maybe some of the lowlights. Where you know what, business is hard. Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur is hard. Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm not going to swear because it's not that kind of show. But <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk always says yeah. that being the CEO, being an entrepreneur, means you eat bleep for a living. Yeah. Because you're the last line of defense, which means mm-hmm. that every little problem comes to you. Every mm-hmm. stress, every issue comes to you. And you're responsible for everything. Absolutely. So any CEO, any leader, any entrepreneur out there who's watching this right now, I really want to dig deep into this and say a growing company, mm-hmm. you have people challenges, you have process challenges business challenges, marketplace challenges. Like how the heck did you do last year with all of that? Well, crush me like a beer can. I'm telling you. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, you know, there are days and, and I laugh because, you know, being involved in different business organizations, you talk with different business owners all the time. And I don't know how many of us are obviously a wide awake at 3 a.m., but we could probably start quite a nice little networking, texting yeah, no group, uh, the 3 a.m. club. The, the 3 a.m. club, yeah, exactly. yeah. Hashtag 3 a.m. club. We should start that up, right? Yeah. Hashtag 3 a.m. club. Let's go. Can we get a little ding there? Let's see. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because, you know what? But sometimes it's just crazy. Uh, 3 a.m., I'm laying in bed and, you know, I know I should be sleeping. Mm. But sometimes I get my greatest ideas, you know. And so you think, okay, I should be asleep. I should be asleep. I I need to get, I got to work tomorrow. I got to perform. This is terrible. Mm -hmm. And then you go, oh, but what about this? Yeah. Or what about that? Uh And you go, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And and again, that's the optimist side of it. And I'm going to say that you're probably not going to run into a lot of entrepreneurs that don't have a stronger optimistic side than the pessimistic side. Mm. So, you know, we're always looking for ways to make things better. So you're saying there's going to be more entrepreneurs who will be on the optimistic side. I would say so. They're going to be up late night thinking of new ideas for their business. Mm -hmm. I I can agree with that. I definitely agree with that. You know, and don't think that, you know, anybody, I mean, I've got 90 people working here. I am not concerned about one or two of them. I'm concerned about all of them. And, you know, we talked about earlier, sometimes the reason somebody's no longer with the team is because they are putting people in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. I have to be concerned with an entire team of people because we're feeding a lot of families. That's right. That's important. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're making a lot of businesses out there safe. And by making their businesses safe, we're feeding their families yeah. because they don't have the business interruption. They don't have a building that's burned down. So all those dollars are locked up. Mm-hmm. We talked about this earlier. 80% of businesses that have a major fire never recover. That's right. So it's terrifying. Yeah. It's so what we do is very important. Yeah. Very important. And don't think that, you know, when I hear of a major fire somewhere in the city, I'm, I'm not sitting back going, 
oh my God, I hope that's not one of ours. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I hear you. Well, you know, we've, we've talked about that over the holidays where I was sending you these different links to different fires that happened, you know, and mm-hmm. just commenting on them and what have you. But for you, it's, as, as I talk to you about these things, you're always looking for ways to improve. Like, how could I have gotten involved? How could we have gotten better to be, be on that, mm-hmm. you know, on that RFP, for example? How could we have won that RFP? Because if we were there, that wouldn't have happened in the first place. Right, absolutely. You know, and so all these questions start popping up in your head. But again, let's go back to, you know, you as a leader. Mm-hmm. The challenges that you face with a growing company, how do you keep yourself going? How do you keep yourself up? How do you keep yourself positive? How do you keep yourself mm-hmm. optimistic, resilient? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Because there's certain things that there's a lot of business owners out there. And, and I, I, I know a lot of them. I talk to a lot of you and you struggle. And sometimes mm-hmm. you get too beaten up. Maybe you get jaded by the mm-hmm. process. And when you start to get jaded, that's when you start to treat your employees poorly. Right. That's when you start to forget about your health. That's when you start to let certain cracks come into the organization. Politics starts to come about. Mm-hmm. And you stop noticing some of these really important details that really makes a company's culture something that's thriving and, and, right. and positive. How do you keep yourself going despite going through stress? Because I think you've done yeah. a really good job of that in 2019. Well, you know what? Um as you're aware, throughout the year, I kind of started embarking on a kind of a mind, body, soul, um, working on, on me, yes. right? Which meant, you know, weight loss, yes. uh, which meant... Uh, pause for a second. Doesn't it look great? Like, <laughs> right. face is thinner. Like, how many pounds are you down, man? 30 pounds from this time last year. 30 pounds. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Congratulations on that, brother. You Seriously. Betcha. Congratulations no, thank you for that. that. So again, going through a tough time in business where growth mm-hmm. is tough employee issues or what have you, the man's still focusing on himself. That's important. But you know, the other part of this, and I was talking with one of the managers here about this the other day was I made a commitment to that and I stuck to it. And what did that show the team? Bingo. Right? Bingo. What did that show our entire team? Because I could have cheated all the way through there, chose not to. There's many opportunities to have come off a specific diet, Mm -hmm. but I made the commitment and I stuck to it. Mm -hmm. And what did that say? You know, I stuck to a commitment. I had the results. Lead by example. Absolutely. Lead by example. You know, I've also committed to doing a lot more reading and I I don't know if I can do a whole lot more. I I don't think I'm at your level. You'll get there. You'll get there one day. Yeah. Oh, I know. But I mean, I read a lot and I mean, I know that I probably, you know, read more books than, than a lot of, than most. Yeah. And yet I sit down with, you know, it's funny, within a group here, and we, we've started already moving books around within mm-hmm. the group, you know, uh, different salespeople are bringing things to me, I'm bringing things to it. them. And the other interesting thing is I've seen, even within our management team, the, those people starting to bring in improvement books so they can learn to manage better, so they can, you know, look at process, and, and they're doing that on their own. Mm-hmm. But that's because they have seen it happening elsewhere. Yeah, that's right. So is it fair to say that, Focusing on yourself, on your health, on your own improvement, your own self, your own improvement, your own development, that that has helped you keep an even keel with the stresses that come about through life. Just focusing on yourself was one hundred percent does keep you even. Yeah, uh, you know what? Um, anyone and everyone knows, and you've talked about this for years. When you're exercising, when you're doing things, it burns off the stress, mm-hmm. and and you get the dopamine and all the good kind of chemicals yep. that your body creates. Helps you sleep better. Mm-hmm. It does all of those things for you, and at the same time, it breaks down the the bad chemicals in your body that do build up because of stress. That's right, and don't allow you to be able to come in and do your job effectively. That's right, and you think as a leader in a company. If you walked in and your knuckles are dragging every day, mm. okay, as much as you want to be the center of attention or not, mm-hmm. 
people are watching how you're performing. That's right. So if you're walking around kicking uh, chairs and, mm-hmm. and yelling and screaming or dragging your knuckles and, and, and because that's just the way you feel, mm-hmm. your team is going to feel it and they're going to respond. That's right. That's right. And, and I'm not talking about creating, say, false uh, joy or false uh, happiness or false no, optimism. It don't last so long. That, yeah, I mean, people see through the fluff. Yeah, they do. So you need to truly be that person. Completely and agree. how do you do it if you aren't feeling that way? Mm-hmm. So what do you say to the person out there who is watching? Because I know that some <laughs> of you might say this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all nice and good. But I'm too busy. I don't have time to work out. I wish I had your kind of time to work out and read. I'm too busy. I don't have time for that. What do you say to no, that I, just, I, I, I laugh at that because, you know, what am I talking about uh, when it, it comes to things like um, self-improvement and setting that up? We're talking, what, two hours a week? Mm-hmm. Two hours a week we spend on working on that sort of stuff yeah. and setting goals and keeping them. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you've kind of determined to diet, that's your day. I mean, it, it doesn't take time out of your day. You're just following what you're doing. You know, you your follow workout it. routine. Let's talk yeah. about your workout routine. How efficient is that? Yeah. Well, I get out of bed, you know, 6 a.m., go down in the basement and work out. I don't have time, honest to God, I don't have time to go to the gym. Yeah. And I'm not going to make time to go to the gym. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Who's got that kind of time on their hands? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. So you go and you do what you possibly can. So everybody. But I busy. do it in my house. Exactly. So you do, you wake up first thing in the morning and it's your own dedication to your own health. You have to do it because mm-hmm. if you don't, what kind of message does that send? If you're mm-hmm. not focusing on becoming the best version of yourself, how can you ask other people in your company to become the best version of themselves? So it mm-hmm. all starts with you. Absolutely. And that's the does. challenging part about being a mm-hmm. CEO today, you know, CEO at any point in time, a leader, a parent, it doesn't matter. If you're mm-hmm. trying to get the best out of other people, you would better be doing your best to become your the best version of yourself too. Mm-hmm. And that's what you've I done. I completely agree with that. So I love that you've really dedicated yourself to that in 2019. More of the same in 2020. Yes. Bison, you know, great 2019. Going to be an even better 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, well, the show brought about in t- 2019, right? Yeah. We started oh, doing yeah. this, which yeah. is fantastic. And got new new fans, new uh, new new listeners, new uh, new people who watching the show from all across the pond. You know what and... I've really enjoyed is the conversations that have come because of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's all well and good that we've got this show and all that, but... Uh, I enjoy interacting with people. Yeah. And so, you know, when I'm out at different functions, whether it's, you know, chambers of commerce or, or different business functions, and people come up and start asking me about different things. Mm. And I just love having those kind of conversations. And I just really, I'm looking forward to more of that throughout the year because, you know, I've met some fantastic people. Mm-hmm. I have had the opportunity to learn from some fantastic mm-hmm. people. And I'm looking forward to doing more of that because yeah. it makes me better. Of course it does. You know? Absolutely. So, like comments, even the, the comments online and, mm. and things that come in. I mean, it begins conversations that I never would have had. Of course. Yeah, you know? I completely agree. And, and learning from one another, expanding on our community and building closer relationships. That's what this whole thing is about. And uh, I, I really love that. And again, mm-hmm. discussing different perspectives, the challenges, mm-hmm. the hot topics that are facing each of the CEOs or each of the leaders, each of the individuals that we talk to are things that maybe we don't even consider. Right. So again, it's just diversity of thought, diversity of opinion, and that's going to make us smarter and make you smarter who's listening to this, who's watching this, whether mm-hmm. it's you're listening on podcast or whether you are uh, watching this on YouTube. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this year ahead. So we some great conversations. Well, I think, you know, we're going to use, you know, the show and, and the different uh, aspects of the show to 
build our purpose, which is to yeah. make the world a safer place. That's right. And as we do that, and as we bring in new people, and as we have those great conversations, and people are learning, they're also becoming safer. They're becoming yes, more more self-aware. They're doing all kinds of great things. Yes, sir. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, that's the very first episode of season two for Into the Fire. And uh, man, I got to tell you, it's nice to get back in this seat and talk to you. I miss this so much. And, well, you know what? Uh, I think, it's, it's you know, so much fun. I've enjoyed getting back here and doing this with you again this yeah. morning. But I think people are going to really enjoy the fact that we're taking the show on the road, for lack yeah. of a better term. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You're going to see us in different settings and at different people's cool. places and and having some great conversations with them. And, and I'm, I'm really excited about what we're going to be doing over the over season too. Me yeah. too. Yeah, it's gonna be really exciting. Yeah. So thank you again for tuning in again this week where every single mm-hmm. week we are covering off hot topics where we're just trying to clear the smoke and find some clarity on those hot topics. But in any case, um, also, yeah, don't forget, connect with Rob Reed on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, yeah. tell podcast. them to the show. Don't forget yeah. the podcast. We're now on podcast. We're now as on well. podcast. You, you can download you. all the podcasts from season one on whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, mm-hmm. Stitcher. It doesn't matter. You can go back and listen to all the, all the ones from season one. Mm-hmm. But season two, they'll all be available to you as well on podcast format. So it might be easier for you to listen. But uh, anyways, yeah, on to season two, baby. You betcha. Let's get to it. Have Welcome a great back, week, everybody. everybody. You betcha. Take care.